Read them, read them, and weep, as the kids say. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse with Billy and what's Steve. What's up? What's up? I am Billy. <laughs> I hope you can see the rug. The rug is no wall. By you, the rug is fine. By me, it's very. Listen, let me tell up. you what made me laugh. Let me tell. You. <laughs> what's that? So I'm driving over here, right? And there's like a two-lane road that I have to take. It's like about a mile long. Yeah. But it's within a neighborhood, and it's a very high traffic road. And there's this guy that I saw today. As I'm approaching, I see him running. And basically, the way you know he's running is by how he's moving his arms. Gotcha. But the way his lower body's moving, you're like, yo, that dude is walking. Yeah. He's pretending to run, right? The speed but, walkers. But, but, you, but No, no. But he wanted to run, but this is all he could do. This is all he could muster. And as I got closer to him, I realized this dude looks just like you. He looked like a bigger version of you, like a thicker version of you. And I was like, oh, my good. And it just cracked. I I mean, I laughed for like a good two minutes after passing that because I'm I'm thinking of you trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? And then just now when (laughs) when you're trying to move your chair up, it totally flashed me back to that guy running. So (laughs) it was hilarious. Oh, my goodness, man. That's good. Guess what happened? I was almost working out. Tell me. Um, I Nathan calls me up. Nathan needs to get some tires. Yeah. And so one of our guys told him, one of, my, one of the boys told him to go to family. Yeah. Family tire, right? And so Nathan goes. As he walks in, the guy says, yo, you need to put your mask on. Really? That's oh my so funny. Oh my they still do goodness. That? Oh my goodness. Did they Nathan, still do that? Nathan was beside himself, man. He's like, what? Get out of here with that nonsense, man. Are you still he basically said the same thing? Nathan doesn't talk like me. So you gotta you gotta take everything I say with a grain of salt because yeah. he's not gonna sound like I sound. But uh he basically was like, you know, okay, I'm I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, sorry, but I'll take my business. Yeah, yes, elsewhere. elsewhere. But it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, they that's funny, man. I didn't know people still did that. I I, I mean I I can't. I told you just recently, like maybe two months ago, I took my mom to the doctors. Yeah. And the person at behind the desk slid a mask towards yeah. me, and I was really. I said, "Okay, this is my this is my moment. I'm ready to, you know, <laughs> I'm the, this is where I, the stake is in the ground. I am not moving my flag. I refuse to wear a mask. But anyway, family do- dollar, man. I mean, this this is family tire. I'm sorry, <laughs> family tire. They have. I know they have at least two locations, and I know that they're a very busy um, yeah, well, listen, tire man, they store. May, they may but, be uh, subsidized still by the government. They may be getting handouts for being broke. Who knows? No. Come I don't on. know. I, I, what, I, what other reason does somebody have to say put on this thing that doesn't work that, and something that we know doesn't work? I, I'm, like, shocked. I people was are, shocked. People are idiots, dude. Like, I was thinking, I was writing someone yesterday. Somebody wrote someone on Twitter. Okay. And they were like, you know, um, could you still, would you still, how could you not be voting red coming this time around? That, some of that. And it took everything in me to, I, I'd written. How can you not? Yeah. How can you not be for red? How can you not want the red wave? How can you not want all this stuff? Like, what, what in your life is better with this last whatever? And leading myself, like, I, I wrote down because people are stupid. And I had to erase oh. it like four or five times okay. because- like, I, we try to be level-headed and stuff like that, but if you are still voting for Biden, if you're still doing a good job, you're a stupid human being. There's no way around it. 
There's no way around it. You can have your political thoughts. You can say, you can say, you know, oh, we want the the border open because it's just luck of the draw that we're born here and these people want a better life. I understand that kind of stuff, except for the fact that, well, we were born here. We we had the laws here. Mm-hmm. You know, they have we have rules. We're no one is saying don't come here. We're saying don't flood the border because there's a bunch of potential. You know, danger coming through the border. Oh no, they just all want a good life. You have to be an idiot to really believe that. You have to be a stupid human being to believe only people with the best of intentions are coming across the border. You have to be a moron. There's no way around it. And I'm not sorry for saying it. So remember, I've said this like twice now. Yeah. There are people, and I say people like you and me, yeah. who live in a democratic stronghold. Who don't and, know what a hardship is, and, who, I agree and who's with that. living a good life? It's easy to complain when you have when you have nothing to complain about, right? You know, you're like people who who want one of them was about Charlie Chris. We're going to save Florida. And I wrote only a dumbass would think Florida <laughs> needs to be saved. How could you look around and say Florida needs to be saved? And right. then I thought about what we talk about. Right. It's because it doesn't need to be saved. Uh-huh. You're already good. So you want it to, quote unquote, be better. But if you were in California where it really is inflation, you really, really have border is issues, bad. you really have major problems, you actually have stuff to complain about. Right. But when you have nothing in Florida to complain about, oh, yeah, well, we're abortion. No, dude, you're, you're everything is good because a woman can have an abortion <clears throat> after 15 weeks. That's what you're going to screw the entire state up for is, is for that thought. Man, you're an idiot. There's so many things that you're, I want to. There, there's so many things sorry, that you that you mentioned in the last two minutes I'm that I wanted to, get, to talk about. I don't want to, you know. But I want to back up for a second when yeah, you said, like, when you pointed to California. Remember, yeah. Newsom was up for um, a recall, right? Yeah. There's this woman. Oh, got a. Oh, I forgot her name now. Dang yeah. it all. But anyway, I, I told you in season one that I saw her being interviewed. There was a, a panel discussion with her and Ben Shapiro. And in that interview, uh, now she's the left, okay? She's far left, yeah. right? And uh, or, or just let's say left. And she said that she voted for Newsom's recall. But when it came to the time of the election and she saw her options... Now, mind you, one of her options was Larry Elder. Yeah. She decided to vote for Newsom again. And when the devil, I, when the I, devil you know versus the devil you don't but, know. But, but saying, the lesser tweevils, any cliche you want to throw what, out there. What is it? So when I heard this, I was I was appalled, right? I was like, I'm I'm missing something. Like, you right now saying that you guys are idiots, right? Yeah. And I'm saying it's so easy to cast aspersions, but let's let's really figure this out this woman seems like an intelligent person you know she she's uh the host of young turks yeah. you know i, I mean she, she sounds reasonable when she speaks even though i don't agree with some of the things she says yeah but something brought you to the place and that's kind of what you of, want right right yeah. someone who sounds reasonable i don't agree but i understand where you're coming we from. can talk that about makes it right to me yeah. so but so you saw something in newsom that told you i don't want him in my as my governor anymore but you're telling me that what you saw in Larry Elder was such an extreme in the other direction, yeah. so far away from your, your your sensibility that you had you went back to someone that you didn't want anymore. Yeah, that I'm doesn't like, make sense. That to doesn't me. make sense to me. It because didn't make if, any sense if to me at all. If you mess up, if you mess up, what do they run? Governor, two years, four years, six years? What do they? It do? depends. But I think in um, California, I think it's six years. But I, I'll find. But out. even still, right. It sucks, but you already know what you have with this person. They're already ruining your state. You Enough so where you have asked them to be recalled because you want them gone. 
So let's say you revote. And and let's say it's happened, but he's already got two years. I don't believe it's a whole new term. I think you just ride out the rest you, of that no, term. No, you write you write it out. But okay, I'm gonna, but so I'm let's say he's out. in there two years, and it's a six year ter- uh, term. You have the other person for four years, and if you don't like it, you just change your vote again back in four years. You don't damn your country, damn your state for the next, you know, another four years with the same person who you thought was so bad they needed to, to be four recalled. Years, four so years. Four years. So it's only two more years to go with this. Right. Let's say he was, let's say he was only in for one year. Well, listen, he's he's up for election right now. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was only going to write him out for. A year and yeah, a half. Yeah, so let's say right. you didn't like I, what Elder was doing. Yeah, right. You just you, you just vote next couple years. Exactly. That's all you do. But that that you know that blows my mind that you're not even willing to try something else. To your point, you're not willing to try something else. You already know you didn't like this, but you were unwilling to try something else, so you went back for that. So people like that. Yes, it's easy for us to say they're stupid, but I go. I'll say it a different way. You get what you get. You know what I'm saying? Say, like, you had your opportunity, so now you got to live with it, you know? And you can't complain to shut up and no, deal with it. No, that I'm with you there, yeah. You know? So, again, I, I'm you're right. I understand what you're saying. But if you're given all the information in front of you and you're told X, Y, and Z, and it's proven to be correct, and you still, well, no, it's this, you're an idiot. There's no way around it. <laughs> I don't Sorry. know why I laugh. It's your, it's your face, your expression. I don't know why I laugh because, when you say like, that. There's, there's no way around. So, like I said, so, I'm telling you, this is what's going. It's not faith. It's not up for debate. It's not opinion. Uh-huh. I'm giving you information that says this person is doing something wrong. It's no feelings involved, no opinions. It's showing inflation is up 9%. Gas prices quadrupled in a year and a half. There, You can't tell me. No, that's, there's no correlation. When I'm showing you that the second this happened, this happened. I'm showing you all the cause and effect. You can't look at me and say, yeah, no, it's something else. No, unless you're stupid. That's the only way around it. That's it. I wanted. To- I could see the first few months, but we're two years in. So you can't look at me and say, oh, no, this is for the betterment of the country. Nothing has been. And we, the reason we can tell... The reason we can tell nothing the Democrats have done has been betterment for the country is because the platform they're running on is abortion. It has nothing to do with the country. So for, so if you say, you know, the policies are working, then why aren't they running on this, those policies? Why aren't they running on, we're raising gas to keep people home from driving to save emissions? No, because that's BS. We're, we raise this, the inflation, ga- um, groceries, so we can keep people at home so we don't have them go outside and spend money on something. No, none of that makes sense. Uh, women's rights, because it's not a policy. It's just something to, to talk about. If your policies were good, you would be standing on those policies, furthering them. Because they're not, they're not. So, man, mm, okay, so listen, I want to say this real quick, because on the last point you made about what they're voting for, right? Let me read a couple of things to yeah. you that I read this morning. Okay. Okay. 40 seconds well, let's go ahead and spin because right. or, or uh, let's uh, let's c- c- get, get let's make the first section politics because this is about th- this speaks to your issue and I read something that I think was gonna uh, let's just make this the first one about politics we listen to this over the summer the dominant headlines and resulting public debate were focused on issues that help Democrats like abortion gun violence and threats to the democracies to the democracy. These issues helped Democrats stay highly competitive despite President Biden's low approval rating. So this article is saying that the issues 
because remember, we first it was this red wave. Yeah. All of a sudden, in the summertime, it was like, oh man, Democrats are gaining ground. This yeah. article is basically saying that during the summertime, things were happening that made the primary issues to the voters, Democrats, uh, uh, um, abortion, gun control, and the threats to our democracy, which is like denying the elections. Yeah. So those three things were top of mind to everybody. And because of that, it was swinging back in the favor of the Democrats. Or it, at least if they were going to lose, it was going to be bad. Okay. Okay. But it said since that time, the uh, what's most important is the economy, inflation, crime, and immigration. So the, the, the pulse of the United States has changed since the summertime yeah. where it went from that stuff to what I just named, right? Which is economy, inflation, crime, and immigration. And I say that because when I read this, I was like, man, the the Republican, uh, the Democrat argument, the argument that they make, that they, they, they want to champion, and you see ads being run. Yesterday I was watching, last night I was watching the Dolphins play, and it was just, I had to have to ask after ads. It was driving me crazy, Mike. Stop it. Do you remember that clip I played about Family Guy? Should we have Obama say ask? Yeah. You shouldn't say ads. It's ad? Well, you were saying ass after ass after ass instead of ads, ads, ads. I'll say A-S-S? Yeah. So, you know, Brian, a family guy with with, with Obama, can we have him say ass? Oh, my we'll goodness. We'll stay away from that word. Oh, so. my goodness. Ads, ads, There you go. Ads, okay, good ads. job. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't. I thought it was funny. I don't know. It is funny. It is it's funny. very funny. I, especially because I didn't notice, notice yes. it. <laughs> Ass, ass, ass. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, ads after ads after ads. Gotcha. And um, they kept bringing up abortion. That's Because, Steve, it's they all they have. That's all abortion. they're running on. And I'm like, so reading it. So that's last night. So now yeah. I'm reading this article from the New York Times that said it is not a winning message anymore. It might have worked during the summertime, but now people aren't, they've moved on from that. And now they're really focusing on. Because in our opinion, what I mean, really yeah, matters. we have different thoughts on abortion, right. but in our opinion, it doesn't, it doesn't affect anything based on day-to-day life. How much you spend at the gas pump, how much you spend on groceries. Is anybody, is people rushing the border, taking your healthcare and your benefits, veterans, homeless on the street. That is happening to us. Now the, the war, it may be on the other side of the world, but it's definitely affecting how things go here. All of that is real world on your doorstep problems. Abortion affects very few people. Even if even if they completely outlaw it, it still affects uh, I would say less than half the population. Here's what's interesting. Two things about the abortion thing. They said that only 5% of the people surveyed said that was their top issue. 5%. And, and yet they're what, still what poll running. What is this from, do you know? Oh, because man. we know these things like the New York I lo- Times I, I does lost a poll. It, man. I lost and the it. New York it Times the, does it was a, a poll. Siena, it was a Siena but is it like what? Regardless of the political leaning of this article, okay, we know that the New York Times, Fox News, whoever the the political leanings does the poll. Here it is: is the New York Times Siena College poll. All right, That's so it's called. New York Times College, all left wing right. insanity. Right. So they do a poll. They get thirty thousand people to vote on it. It comes back, you know, sixty forty and favor Democrats. Look at this: people that care about this. No, it's not. You're polling. A hundred, like m- more of your people. So more of your people are going to vote the way you think they're going to they're going to vote. Mm-hmm. So the polls are always skewed, and it's the same, in my opinion, with Fox. You're going to asking all the conservatives what's your what's your number one thing. Abortion probably not going to show up on, you know, in the top five. It'll right. be on there, but not the top five because it's more of a day to day thing. The polls are skewed because you're at 
It's not really your because fault. You're, ask, you're asking your constituents. Not only that, like you're putting it out there. You're not. You're not going on the line. Oh, Steve knows you're conservative. I'm not going to send it to him. You're sending it on Twitter to everybody who has who can get to it, except for the people who follow you have a certain thought. Okay. So you're not keeping it so, from so people. So what's your point that you're making about this? They're all nonsense. Every poll well, that comes out on, but hit, hit, is think no, about it. This is more of a conservative, uh, a Democrat this, saying yeah, this it is, doesn't line up anymore. I get it. Right. But at the same time. Then I look at it as voter suppression. They're telling you something for the dem- for the conservative to think, oh, look at that. Tides are changing. We're going to go out there and win this thing. I can stay home today. Well, okay. Well, so let me say this. I doubt very many um, right-leaning people are reading the New York Times. I uh, doubt yeah, that. I doubt, I doubt it very. In fact, the only reason I read the New York Times is for this show. Cause I, 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 Into the lion's den. <laughs> Into the lion's den? That's, that's the segment we have. Oh, okay, have okay. Into the lion's right, den. Right, right. So the only reason why I read it is because of this show but the point i was making was that this is a left-leaning newspaper yeah i mean not left-leaning is being as an understatement okay yeah, and yeah. they're saying that it's five percent of the population is this important abortion it's important five yeah. percent this is their number one thing and it's and they're looking at the numbers and saying like man the people don't care about this anymore even our people don't care about this anymore it's dropped right yeah so the other thing I was going to tell you about this is that in the same article, they said that 60 percent, they they don't understand why 60 percent of America thinks that abortion should be somewhat legal. Right. That's the word they use. Right. Somewhat legal. Mm-hmm. And they're saying if it's 60 percent believe this, why are the numbers still good for the for the Republican? And I'm like, you guys are really tone deaf. It's because you 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 idiots want to kill babies up until the point of birth, you yeah, don't realize don't. that you went too far. They don't. You know, they do not realize. I mean, that that's like that when you say Thank you're you stupid. Thank you for joining the idiot parade, by the way. <laughs> but I appreciate like, that. But I'm like, hold on a second. Don't you understand that there's a limit here? That there's there's a tolerance level. And again, like I said, when we opened the show. Some people are just stupid. But these are, but these are the people who these are the power brokers who don't understand it because they're elitists. So you can so elitist. Like like eccentric means you have money. Crazy means you're poor. Stupid means you're you're a regular person. Elitist means you have money, but it's the same tone deaf thought process. Right. We know better than you. And we know our people don't know any better than us. So we're going to keep telling them to do the same thing over and over again. They're tone deaf. Some of them are stupid. Some of them are elitist. It's all kind of the same thing. They think they know better or they know the people they're talking to don't know anything. So here's my thing. And I have have a meme coming out today. If they're dumb, that's almost excusable. But if they're saying this... Knowing that, hold on a second, we're going too far, but we don't care. We're going to keep pushing this, even though we know we're going too far. That's evil to me. Well, because they've, they've set, they've, they've posted their flag. They're going to push it because they don't know anybody. They're locusts. They destroy everything they touch. So they're going to push this to the point of a great Tom McDonald line in one of his songs. You're screaming so loud till nobody hears you. Mm. So they're going to keep going till they have nothing else to say. And then it's going to come. The anti-woman, the sexist—they'll find a way to spin it to where no one cares about abortion. Oh, that means you hate women. The straw man argument—they will find a way to make this benefit them, no matter what. That's what they do. So, on the same, on a similar trajectory. Well, hold on. Before we okay, finish the ahead, abortion thing, I've started a little meme thing. Red wave once a day. I'm going to put out. At, there's wave. There's red waves in the background of these memes, and the one I'm going to release this afternoon. I usually release between five thirty and six, when most people get home and can share. By no means, well, not that one. Huh? Where is it here? It's a, it's a. Um, okay, where is the, where is the Republican who was going to combat 
all the abortionist health care, it's human rights from Dems with, you're also killing innocent children. No matter what Democrats say, the response should always be, okay, but you're killing children. Because you know I am, I'm pro-choice. But I understand the other side of things. So when you're saying, but it's health care, the girl, the girl was raped, she's, okay, I get it, you all make sense. But do note, though, you're also killing, you're also killing a kid. Start the argument there. Then if they want to make, well, no, listen, I get it. It makes sense to me. You had an unfortunate thing happen. You're seeing this as healthcare. I get it. But you're also killing a kid. That's it. That's all. Where's the politician who's going to say that? It's all, no, well, there's possibility of life. There's a heartbeat. No, man, you're killing something inside of a human being. That's what you have to say. They have no problem spouting nonsense at the top of their lungs. So where, so where's the Democrat, the backbone? Listen, I get it, but you're also killing a kid. Right. That's all you have well, to say. I, I told you this before in season one. I never forgot the debate with Trump and Hillary Clinton. And abortion came up. Yeah. And Trump said this. And from that moment on, I had so much clarity that Trump was going to be. The, I, I was going to always vote for him. Yeah. But any doubts that I had when I heard him say these statements, the statement, I was like, I had clarity. You are an individual. <clears throat> and he explained abortion because Hillary did her talking points, you know, woman's health, da da da, whatever. And when he got his chance, he said, I, I, I just can't see killing a baby. You know, the ripping a baby apart in someone's womb. That that he said it. You know, in his, just like that, just like yeah. that. In Trump's That's what way. you need to hear. And I'm like, what? And to your point, why can't we start talking like that? They talk you know? like it. You know, I'm, I told you before. We've talked about it many times. Fire with fire. Right. Not necessarily breaking the rules, but if they're talking crazy, say the same thing. Then but, be but, as but aggressive. It's not, but it's not crazy. It is legitimate. What you're saying is legitimate. But but we try to be well, no. It's, correct. Yeah, screw that crap. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, I wanted to. Oh, okay. So listen, oh, but again, man. every every time somebody wants to justify abortion, again, I I can you can justify with me. I'm pro-choice, but also remember, no matter what you have to say, you are starting from the place of you're killing a kid. That's it. That's on, all. On a similar trajectory, yeah. when I was reading the the Democrats, the the three things that were appointed Democrats, one of them was um, gun control. Five minutes. Yeah, and <clears throat> they pointed out that. During the summer, there was two mass shootings, right? One in Buffalo and one in Uvalde. Yeah. And I don't know, Billy, all of a sudden it hit me. The reason places like Chicago and Detroit and Baltimore are high crime and they let and, and these things are happening where all this violence is happening yeah. is because they're letting it happen. They let it happen because it keeps the, to- the topic of guns top of mind. Because even though you and I, we don't live in an area that deals with any kind of violence like that, assuming that we were left, right? Yeah. Knowing that it actually exists somewhere, you know, in you know, in the conti- contiguous United States, we're like something's got to be done about it, yeah. right? And that's why they're allowing it to happen because they, they they could easily stop out this nonsense. They can easily make sure that, hey, 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 we ain't having all this shooting, you know what I'm saying, going yeah. on. But instead, they let it happen so they have a reason to be able to say gun violence, gun violence, gun violence. We need to do gun control. Except for they never really talk about it. They only talk about it when it's when it's somebody with an AR-15 or big rifle goes and shoots up a school. You rarely, if ever, except for Fox or, or conservative people, news outlets, they never ever ever bring up chicago they never bring up memphis they never bring it up mm. they don't care like we played the thing last week about mm. joe rogan what would happen if this was a white neighborhood it's not a, it's not about black or white because mm. conservatives are black and white democrats are black and white it's the political area who's in charge who's got them who 
keeps law and order, I guess you could say. Like I say, we're in a we're a predominantly Democrat county, but our state is is conservative. They have law and order. There is if you do something wrong, there are going to be consequences. The stats with with Illinois, seventy percent are white in Illinois, but in Chicago, forty percent are white, thirty something percent are black. Right. right. They're allowing it to happen. All these bleeding heart liberals who, you know, we love black people. We're going to save them. Why are you allowing them to kill themselves all the time? Mm-hmm. You don't really care. We care. Stop the gun violence. Go in there to make arrests. People don't realize that when you arrest someone, put somebody in jail, you're saving that criminal as well. Just, not, not saving them morally. You're saving their lives. Right. Because if they keep going down the street robbing, robbing a store, someone's going to be sitting back there with a shotgun. When they come to the door, they're going to blow their head off. Mm-hmm. So you're saving everybody at that point. But they don't care. They right. need to push an agenda. They need something. Liberals use right. people as pawns in their political game. More so than, I would assume, uh, Republicans also. Yeah, of course. Of Politicians course. in general. But it's obvious for the Democrats because they're, they're the ones who are in these areas that have these problems that they do nothing about. Mm-hmm. What more do you need to see? I want to play this because I know we have yeah, running go for out of it. time. Technical difficulty. How Technical difficulties. Oh, let me take this off. User error. Eh, eh, eh. But yeah, I man, people, if you care about somebody, okay. voting is the best way to help out. You know, it ain't, ain't going to be perfect. I have two, like I said, I'm doing these red wave memes. Today's going to come out about the abortion stuff. I have one coming out. I'm going to probably put out tomorrow about Republicans and Democrats. I think we have a voicemail, everybody. Hi, guys. Um, I was just calling to ask a question. So... What if Trump gets elected again and gas prices get better and the economy gets better because he cleans up the mess? Do you think that people will finally realize no. maybe Biden was Biden wasn't a good choice? Nope. And maybe they will wake up. Hmm. No. Good question. I hope it's a good question. It is a good question. All right, guys. Thanks for um, letting us listen to you. You guys are awesome. Have a good day. The answer is no, they're not. These people are tone deaf, they're blind to facts, they're allergic to information, they do not live in logic land. They will not understand that the, because the, the evidence is out for gas. It's on the national, like the government website for gas. The, right. the very second Biden took over, the gas prices started to go. It's information that's out there now. So hold on, I want, to, I want you to know something because, you know, Jeff, although he leans right, Sometimes his talking points are definitely for the left, but he brought up that um, he went back and did research and saw that every time this always happens, like when the whatever pertaining specifically to gas prices, okay. like he went back like three different cycles of presidents, okay. and uh, going into the election, gas prices were low, and coming out of the elections, the gas prices started to creep up. So he said, so the argument he was making, now, I don't know where he got this information from. I don't know if he, like, he actually went to a place that had the data or was he reading an article. Yeah. But he said that, you know, so, now, mind you, this was last year, so we didn't hit the, our apex of gas price. But he was saying that, you know, this is, t- this is typical. So if, if Jeff 
who typical leans right. for a little bit. This, right. this has been going up for over a year now. Right. And it plateaued a little bit because they're dipping into reserves that they shouldn't Big be doing. Time. Big so, time. So, no, this isn't a ebbs and flows of political, the every 11 years economy. Do- Listen, this isn't that. Right. This guy took over. Yeah, you want to do a little bit. It quadrupled and quadrupled and kept going. <laughs> it, kept going. it wasn't just a few months <laughs> Exponentially, thing. Exponentially, right. Yeah, like, come on. I get where he's coming from, but no, that's that's not right. Right. You can't, again, I'll. he can look it up and send it to us if he wants to. But, you know, when Bush and, and Obama swapped, you know, did, or uh, yeah, did, they, did it go up for two years? Right. When Obama and, and um, Trump, Trump swapped, swapped, did it go up for two years? Mm-hmm. No, it, it didn't. My right. guess is it did not. Not like, not like this. This is not even close. This is like really the last time I felt this kind of pressure when it came to gas was during the Bush era. And I'm not sure, was it when, Tr- um, What's his name? Um, Clinton was switching over when the swap between Clinton and, in fact, it was. It was a swap between Clinton and Bush. 9-11 happened in that first year, and I think prices went up for a little bit. So I I, I remember that time period. That's the last time it's been this bad. Yeah. You know? But um, So I'll answer your question like this. My mother-in-law is anti-Trump as, as far as you can go. Every politician, and I've said this before, that I've ever paid attention to has always run on economy, racial issues, peace in the Middle East, all this stuff. So they've all run on it. No one's ever achieved it. Trump had people at the table in Israel, the Middle East, signing a peace treaty. Okay, Palestine, Israel, the people who are are the worst of the worst at a table agreeing to peace. Okay? One, she she didn't hear about it because the news doesn't play it. Two, when I told her, I don't care about that stuff. Her news doesn't play it. Yeah, her news didn't show that. Secondly was, I don't care about that. What does that have to do with us? Well, every Democrat, every Republican who's ever ever run always talks about peace in the Middle East. Hold on, hold on. But but listen, if we go from $3.50 for gas to $2, you're telling me that the average Joe is not going to say... No, the average, the people now, this th- is, they this think is... Trump set off a inflation time bomb for when he, they think that. The news reports it and they believe it. So it doesn't matter. Trump, you, do you ever see the meme out there where it's like, oh, I love auction, air is free. And then, then the bottom of the meme is some lady with a bag over her head. No, I've never seen that. If Trump tells you auction is good, they will suffocate themselves. Right. There's nothing. Look at, look at the vaccine. Yeah, look at the I'm vaccine. Not, I'm not going to get this. Yeah, Trump's this. pushing this. Hell no, it's experimental. Right. Get out of it. Take your crap somewhere else. Soon as Trump's he gets gone, voted out. Everyone has to get it. Get it, get it, get yeah. it. So listen, I would love for them to be logical and say, man, you know what? I, I, can't, I can't deny this. But they will. They 100% will. That is that is that's kind of scary. It's man, unfortunate that we, can't, that we can't learn from our mistakes. That's terrible. You want to go? No, you go. I'm just holding it down. Oh, by the way, that was 954-358-9040. 954-358-9040. That was our Neighborly Discourse voicemail. And uh, that was our first caller. Billy said that if we get enough calls coming in, we might turn it into a segment. But thank you for calling. You didn't leave your name or anything like that. But thank Which you. Which is for good. Calling. I appreciate that. Nobody, and, no uh, wants to know where people live and their search social thank media. You, nonsense. Thanks for calling in. That was a very interesting uh, question. Local topic. 
But yeah, listen, we'll not only make a segment, we can start every show. If there's a voicemail, we can lead every show with the voicemail. I don't know why. You know, I was so, if, if you're, like, you, you notice how, when you, when I come in and I'm quiet, yeah. you know I got things in my head. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I just, like, I'm just trying to hold on it's to it. very rarely so do I, I take off and run with the politics so aggressively the right, very first thing right. you say. So I probably caught you off guard with that. So, but, so it was both. But, uh, yeah, but, but no, listen. I would definitely lead off the segment because it's people interacting against neighborly discourse. The, the slogan of the show is turn off your TV and talk to your neighbor. Right. That's it. So I want to tell you something that's going to sound, ah, uh, forget it. I'm just going to say it. It's local. So, so I, localities. I, where I live, I live between three cities, right? I mean, the way they divided the cities up are ridiculous. Yeah. But bottom line is, there is a, um, Western is like a spit away from me. And Plantation, again, is a spit away from me. So Sarah and I wanted to go get some, um, this week, twice, we wanted to go get um, stone, cold, cold Stone, right? Yeah. The first time, I went to Plantation, which is equal distance from the place in Western. Yeah. Went to Plantation. Janice went with us. And we had a certain experience, okay? And so, and, I, and needless to say, it was not a happy experience, right? So, this time around when we were going to go, I said, you know what? Let's go check out the Western. A hundred percent different experience. A hundred, when I tell you, a hundred and eighty degree turn from where we were at Plantation. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this is local, and you're gonna, and I'm, I'm going someplace with this. I assume so. The, I, I don't want to be a knee jerk and say this is why I think the difference is, but this is the only thing that's apparent to me, and we can flesh it out. When I went to Plantation, it was one hundred percent black staff. Okay. There was like four or five girls, black staff. Okay. When I went to Western, it was 100%, um, I, I'm going to say white, but really it was like a Latino staff, right? <laughs> You're going to tell me, okay, bro. Okay, I'm okay. not going to say, but it's, it might as well go outside and say the sun's going to come up tomorrow. Okay. So it was 100%, right? And the difference was so stark, I couldn't, it's like, this should not happen, right? And I, I don't, and so, and I want to bring this one thing in. The, the staff of plantation, they were sweet. They yeah. were nice. I mean, I, I, I mean, I was. They, they were very pleasant. Yeah. I would say they might even been a little bit more pleasant than the staff at, at Western. And I think the only reason for that is because of the language barrier. Gotcha. Right. But they were, you know, both nice staff. But the the atmosphere was just like in. I'm gonna give you two things at Plantation. The music was exceptionally loud. I couldn't even hear myself think. Yeah. Right. And it was and it was frustrating. It was like my, like my heart my heart was racing because okay. the music was so loud. Two, the place was a wreck. It, it just looked like I didn't know if I want to actually even eat from this place because it was just sloppy. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily disgusting, you know, but it was just sloppy. And it's like, what the heck? Isn't this a retail store? You know. At at, Plant at uh, Western, it was quiet. It was peaceful. People were sitting outside. You know, um, it was just a. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think about that? Oh, well, listen, I'm not going <laughs> to say anything about it. Why <laughs> no? Very. It's clear. It's, my opinion is very. It's it's obvious what the difference is. Okay. It's cultural. Okay. That being, you know, it's, and again, cultural meaning. When, when one culture is allowed to do what they want without recourse to threaten is sue for racial insens insensitivity or some nonsense, mm -hmm. but what can you do to hold them accountable? Because if they say something, they're going to scream racism and you're going to end up having to pay for them to shut up and walk out. And then 
with uh, the other one, the you know everybody walk outside on a on a Tuesday afternoon to Walmart. You're not going to see a sloppy looking Spanish person in there. Mm. They do not play around. They no, reg- they come prepared. They dress nice. They're they're confident. They're not, and they may go dress a little too much for my liking, mm-hmm. but there's no nonsense. They're there to do a job. They're there to go shop. Whatever they're there to do is to get it done and move on. They leave very little to nonsense. Now, that's old school mentality. You know, younger kids nowadays, unfortunately, as much as I love America, America's ruining a lot of people because of their lack of responsibility and accountability. But that being said, that'd be my guess. It's a cultural thing. Young girls, girls in general, that's, oh, let's have fun, let's hang out, which is fine and dandy, you know, except that, for you have to run a business. Listen, that's interesting you say that, because in the plantation store, if anybody was older than 21, 22, I would have been shocked. Yeah. At the Western store, there was clearly a woman there, like yeah. someone in their 30s, maybe in their 40s. There's a manager there. Yeah, there, was, de- thing, there yeah. was definitely someone that I can point to and say, okay, that person the authority is a, figure, the, the authority people figure. In line. Okay. I could not tell whatsoever in the plantation store if there was a... a um... Now, when I think about this for a second, let me think this through for a second because there's one near here right off of... Uh, yeah. I, I, rem- I know... Don't there's... give my location away. I, I, I'm saying there's one near here and there's been multiple times that I've been in there and I felt... Like, hold on a second, man. This place is not up to snuff. I'm paying a lot of money for ice cream, and I'm just not happy with the way. And 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 it's actually a nice location. It's got multiple ceilings. It's got a fountain yeah, yeah. and everything. And I know I, I felt like I, not very happy with the setting over there. And and that place is typically white. Not even not even Latin. That place is typically white in terms of the the personnel behind yeah. the scenes. So now that I think about it, here are two. Different cities, two different demographics behind the the um, the, the counter that were, that were serving. They both gave me something that I wasn't really happy about. But I go to Western, and it's like, wow, man, this is like a breath of a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I'm come, even if it was a little longer, I'm going to come here from now on. Yeah, you know. So, Again, cultural. I go to this. I, yeah. I when I do go, mm-hmm. I don't particularly care for it. And regardless, the ice cream is not. I don't think the whole really. It's. I mean, look. Well, hold on. Do you get like one of those pre-made things? No. I don't or get you, that or you just tell them, give me a scoop of this with some stuff in it. No, I get a shake because that's something oh. that tastes okay. Okay. I don't like their ice cream. It does it's not? I don't. That's not good. I don't like it. Really? Yeah. Well, so who do you like if you had to pay for it? If I had to pay for it. Dairy Queen soft serve is by I, far the best. Okay. There's, there's not even a close second. So this is interesting. So two things. One. I love soft serve. Soft serve is my favorite way of eating ice cream. Period. D- Bar Dairy none. Queen by far. But Dairy Queen, I don't feel like the juice is worth the, is worth the squeeze. Like what I'm paying. In fact, Sarah has said this to me. Like the ten dollars that I spend at um, Cold Stone versus the ten dollars, and I'm just using it as a, a, yeah. a generic number, versus the ten dollars that I spend at Dairy Queen, I feel like I get a lot better product than I'm getting from. At, at Cold Stone that I'm getting from Dairy Queen. And mm. I would say that because there's a Dairy Queen walking distance from my house. And I actually went there once just to get like a, a scoop of ice cream. And I was like... You I don't get a scoop. <laughs> you get the soft serve I looked and a at cone. It was like, you it's know, like four or five inches high. Yeah. It's delicious. <sighs> I don't know. Not even I don't close, know. I, man. I... I, I I'm gonna give Dairy Queen one more try. One more try. I'm gonna give them one more try. But I, no, I just know that I wasn't happy with. I wasn't happy with them. No, and again, there's one over here 
you know, I've been there. There's an array of different types of people in there. Okay. But my guess is they all vote one way. There's a lot of pink hair and nose rings and stuff. So when you're saying they're not, you know, they're they're giving you something you're not getting, I can see it. Okay. They're not raised to have responsibilities. They've got their earbuds in. They're in the back. Mm-hmm. There's one person getting getting ice cream for three people and two people in the back, you know, washing the dishes. Like, you don't, no, it doesn't work that way. But there's no manager there. Or if there is a manager there, it's one of the that's kids. That's true. I never remember it, seeing at this location never. someone that's like Unless there's somebody in the, the back manager, just right. kind of hanging out on their phone with their earbuds in. Right. But no, again, it's demographics. It's it's cultural. It's how kids are raised nowadays. You know what I mean? It's Spanish people are always raised to, they're as conservative as they come for the most part. Mm-hmm. With with Now, political leanings, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking mindset, mm-hmm. marriage, church. You know, get your job. But they're very oriented that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we know the Democrats have done to the to the black family. They they they've pushed them decimated to them. Stay apart from each other right. so so we can take care of you. Mm-hmm. And then, depending on the white person, if they're conservative or, or Democrat or Democrat, one holds your kid accountable. The other one's like, no, everyone's out to get you. Go dye your hair pink and get a nose ring to your ear. That's freedom. That's expression. That's nonsense. You're at a business. <laughs> look, dress the part. That, that's true, man. You know? It's nonsense. Like, and again, again, those, when I say culture, don't think, oh, black, white. No, it's how you are raised. It's mm-hmm. the culture, the generation of what people have raised their kids now. Mm-hmm. More than ever, you can see a difference in it. It saddens me. No, it's, you know, it's a problem. It people saddens have, me. There's no accountability because anymore. I, 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 I don't want to sound like an old fogey, right? Like, get off my lawn. I don't want to be the guy like get off my lawn. But I do want like some level of I, I want the woke crap to go. Yeah. I just want it to go so that we can just say that, well, we can all agree this is bad. You know, whereas there's no gray area, this is bad. You know, you can't have three nose rings, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't you can't dye your hair Liam, green and purple at the same they, time. They're no they're not allowed to to wear the dress down day was Friday, you pay a dollar, you dress whatever you want to they, they mm-hmm. wear uniforms the rest of the week. They they got rid of that because a new principal took over. They want to be part of some some like uh, program of schools that have like a dress code, like upper echelon type stuff, which is okay, fine and dandy. Okay, like American Heritage. So I guess school. it's, it's okay. just like you have to. They're part of some sort of like school cabal. Is the best way I could put it, like a like a school consortium. Uh, yeah. Right. So they, they want to be they want to be in this club. So they have to dress a certain way, act a certain way. I'm all for it. So that means because of that, no so more dress down. Because of that, no more dress down. You can you can wear. A spirit shirt and jeans, but no regular clothes. And then they said it was mainly girls are wearing spaghetti straps and jackets. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, don't wear spaghetti straps because they got no hoodies, um, they, no hoodies, no shorts, must only wear jeans and a spirit shirt. I'm like, well, I'm not spending a dollar for you to wear jeans. You know what I'm saying? You can wear that regardless. No, man, that's cool. Jeans are comfortable. No, they're not. Yes, they but, are, man. But, That's all they wear. So there's so there's a girl <laughs> who there's a girl who we're out there. We go to pick up. Right. She waves the cars in. She's got two nose rings and this giant bar from top of her ear to bottom of her ear. She looks like she's 13 years old, but she works there after school or something. Mm-hmm. And every time I see her, it's again not necessarily her fault. But when I look at her, I'm like, so my kid can't wear you know a bill shirt on Friday, but you can have some girl with a face piercing from her nose to her lip to her ear. And that's okay for staff, but you're going to hold the kids accountable because you want to be part of some club. I mean, to me, it's all or nothing. Because when we first went there, no mohawks, boys, no earrings, black socks only, ankle high. You couldn't now. Yeah. Now it's frosted tips, hair down, covering your eyes, all all that kind of stuff. Really? Oh yeah, they changed completely. Which 
if that was your rule, would you rule, say it's because of the new principal? No, no, they they have a new principal every year there. Okay, it's just they. I guess you know the school evolved, which is fine by me. But you can't do it one week, one year, and the next year just completely disregard it. Cause we never got an email saying, "Hey, we're going to relax our dress code issues." It's just been we're not going to enforce it because somebody may say something. Is what I think has happened because I've heard a few things from parents. Oh, yeah, remember this kid said this in their class, so we had to. You know, stop doing this. Some kids said this in this class, so we stopped doing that. I'm like, so the rules are still in place. They're just not enforcing them as of, as to not hurt somebody's feelings. Listen, man, I got time for feelings. I have a question for you, and it's on a local tip. You saw what happened with uh, the CDC saying that um, they're going to try to force vaccines and stuff, right? As part of the, part said, of the uh, get the uh, immunization, here. right? Yeah, that's my guy. Okay, but here's my question: Rayla will be homeschooled before she, she takes that shot. That's what I was going to ask you. So no chance. Though. You're not. And listen, I, I'm highly concerned I, that the woman Liam finds and dates and have a kid with, if she's been vaccinated, because Briella sure as hell is not going to get that thing in her arm. Not not. Never going to happen. I'm not going to have a kid, a grandkid with three eyes and two in and one ear. <laughs> Listen, not happening. I shouldn't laugh because it's that serious. Because they're finding out so much stuff now after yeah. the fact. But I want to back up for a second because that's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know. Hell no, she'd be home for the time. Not, you're not never. having it, right? Every time we, every time we go to the these, the guys like, do you want a flu shot? I said no, no shot. Okay. And he's like, oh, we got to listen that this, you know, she's set up for these shots. Just so everyone just know. a heads up. Which shots are these again? Right. I want no sneaking flu shot. I want no sneaking bullshit. Right. Thing. And he looks at me. I said, I'm sorry, bro. I'm I, letting you know. I don't want that going near my kid. I wanna. I wanna. You actually mentioned this before, like season one, about that you get into what is actually being given to your kid. I remember that now. But and I, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. But I want to make sure that the listeners understand what we're talking about. There, uh, I think it was Friday. CDC passed a ruling saying that they now are going to uh, recommend that the COVID shot be part of And you better believe it. If it was in 2020, 2022, they wouldn't recommend anything. They would tell you. Yeah, if it wasn't You know for, damn well, right, it's exactly. because unless you're on the corner, they're recommending it. And if they get in, they're going to they're gonna make it so. So, that, and so that's scary. That Listen, guys, on your own, go do your own research about the vaccine harm about what they're discovering now after the fact, now that so many people had vaccines. And they can't, my opinion is, they can't hide it anymore because it's everywhere. They, they, they're not even, even their trying. commercials yeah. now. You know, if you if you have yeah. m- this uh, heart thing. Heart disease, yeah. diabetes, if all you're a smoker. Stuff, they, I never even heard before about bro, being smoked. All the stuff they went yeah, after Joe Rogan smoker, for, right. all the stuff they went after the guy who invented it, yeah. Malone, Malone. All, the people they went after who said, listen, we're not saying don't take it. We're just saying if they're telling you the good, where's the bad? Where's the, the bad. where's the opposite? And, and then make your choice based yeah. on that. Are you willing to take the risk? Exactly. So now right. they're saying, well, no, if you are this, if you have diabetes, if you have this, if you're a smoker, if you have heart, it could be a problem. The vaccine can even make it worse. You know, they're saying all that stuff now. Not two years ago when everybody else was saying it, it was, oh, my God, you guys are conspiracy theorists. All the conspiracy needs is six months, bro. That's it. It is, it is, it is frightful to think that we can live in a country or depending on the state that you live in yeah um you're going to your kids are going to be forced to take this vaccine so this is this is kids. Lo- this is Li- local in our area right. our governor said hell no that's not happening but in your area your local government may say yes or may have already started to do it i want you to know that i actually sent uh so someone sent me an email 
this person is an advocate and they said, listen, reach out to the CDC. There's like a portal we can send you because they opened it up for commentary. Yeah. So I actually wrote up a commentary and I said, like, dude, guys, we have the science. We already know that more kids die from a car anything, accidents. From anything. <laughs> anything. Literally anything. It's unfortunate. We're literally anything. This is not a threat on our kids. It's getting Why boys' would you hearts. Do that? Yeah. Women, girls' periods yeah. are coming or not coming Why earlier or later. Are you doing this? That's the problem. So I, I wrote this this impassioned letter to them saying, like, guys, don't do it. And then, you know, the next day I see that they went ahead and did it. And in the article that I read, I, I, don't, I can't remember who said it. I think it was the director. She said, like, look, these the the panel that was um that was voting on this, we we're gonna make our decision no matter what they did. We we're just waiting for them to give us yeah. the input, but we we're gonna do, we we're gonna do whatever we wanted to do. So that's basically what she said. So it didn't. I don't know how much my writing or people that wrote in made a difference, but the fact that we are f- saying and and trust me, like a place like uh. California, they are going to make sure. Oh, yeah. In fact, they already passed they the law. Already they already passed the law saying that in 2023, they're going to start going into the 2023-2024 cycle. They're going to make this part of the immunization. And the only reason they didn't do it sooner is because they lost so many kids during COVID. And parents threatened that, oh, we ain't coming back. Yeah. That day said, okay, hold on, uh, let's push this off. Let's push this off into the future so you can get people back into the school yeah. system. And let me tell you, call it conspiracy. The only reason they wanted kids back into the, the school system is because that's how they get paid. Yeah, funny. By, by headcount, you know, and they're losing headcount, which means they're losing money, which means they're losing influence. So they say, okay, put this off. Let's get the kids back and then we'll force it on them. Yeah, then parents leave. Go back, go, go to somewhere else. Remember, leave your political BS where you are. We don't want it where we are. I, I want to tell you something that's gonna put a smile on your face. So I was talking to one of my youth, and um, she's and and I said to her, "Hey, you know, I'm t- I'm teaching Micah how to drive," and she said, I, "I you told me already." I said, "I told you. I don't, right. I don't even remember. I, I, I never told you." She said, "Oh, I heard it on your podcast. That's cool." And I was like, "Wow, that's really cool. That's good." Go ahead. <laughs> You know, I was, listen, you're not going to believe this, but I was actually ready for this. Really? I was actually hoping oh my that it landed on religion. I have okay. something to play for. Go you. ahead. Go ahead. I have something to play for the here's folks what, Here's what's home. funny. Really, your- You can see this, the half disgust in my face. Your face is, the, the looks on your face is priceless, and I, I actually- we need to have a billy cam that oh, it's, it's over there. <laughs> that just looks at your face so that when something happens, we can like snapshot that look. Because I feel like I'm laughing all the time, and people no. don't understand why I'm laughing. You know, because it's not like I usually have like a blank look, but then I, when something is like when I'm not into it, my blank look somehow becomes more intense or what? Just more blank, I guess. <laughs> right. I feel no no muscle change in my face, but it goes from to right. I don't know if I'd sink a little bit or whatever it is. Right. But it's like. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Let me play this for you. Turn the volume up. I am confused. Being philosophically consistent and being a very honest person, I'm sure you can tell me where God came from. And in addition, in addition, once you've told me where God comes from, uh, please try to clarify how you can figure that a spiritual force can have an impact on a material universe to create it. I think that some years ago we already talked about that kind of thing, 
in uh, philosophical circles at any rate by posing the question if angels are made of uh, spiritual matter and a pen is made of material matter and spiritual matter displaces no space how many angels can dance on the tip of a pen I have a sense of sort of uh, uh, reversal experience here but, but please do go ahead You've got five minutes. Now, I just want to know which question. That's all right. You may take the first few minutes. We're supposed to do one question at a time. Which one would you like? That was part of the format for the debate. So which, which question? I want you to fill in the story of the rest of the uh, beginning of the universe. God, spiritual matter, impact on material matter. Okay. So two questions. All right. Go ahead. All right. Your question, where did God come from, assumes that you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays, that you're thinking of the wrong God. Because the God of the Bible is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. Time, space, and matter is what we call a continuum. All of them have to come into existence at the same instant. Because if there were matter but no space, where would you put it? If there were matter and space but no time, when would you put it? You cannot have time, space, or matter independently. They have to come into existence simultaneously. The Bible answers that in ten words. In the beginning, there's time, God created the heaven, there's space, and the earth, there's matter. So you have time, space, matter created, a trinity of trinities there. Just, you know, Time is past, present, future. Space has length, width, height. Matter has solid, liquid, gas. You have a trinity of trinities created instantaneously, and the God who created them has to be outside of them. If he's limited by time, he's not God. The guy who created this computer is not in the computer. He's not running around in there changing the numbers on the screen, okay? The God who created this universe is outside of the universe. He's above it, beyond it, in it, through it. He's, he's unaffected by it. So for and the, the concept that a, a spiritual uh, force cannot have any effect on a material body, well then I guess you'd have to explain to me things like emotions and love and hatred and envy and jealousy and, and rationality. I mean, if your brain is just a random collection of chemicals that formed by chance over billions of years, how on earth can you trust your own reasoning processes and the thoughts that you, you think? Okay? That's so, well said. Your question, where did God come from, is assuming a limited God. And that's your problem. The God that I worship is not limited by time, space, or matter. If I could fit the infinite God in my three-pound brain, he would not be worth worshiping. That's for certain. So that's the God that I worship. Thank you. That, 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 that was well, well articulated. I believe it was, and I figured I'd play it for you. I saw it suddenly came across, I think it was Instagram, you know, a quick thing, and the guy said, where did God come from? The guy did this whole spiel. I was like, huh? It had, like, words in front of it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to see if I can find that actual video. So I typed it in, you know, where did God come from? And this three-minute clip showed up. It's a professor talking about this, debating, I guess, a pastor or somebody. And they were going back and forth. And I'm like, well, huh, I've heard this before. I've heard this, you know, the... If I created this stuff, why would I be inside of it? When we said, like, the computers, yeah, we can we created the computer, but I'm not inside the computer. I'm mm -hmm. not making the computer do stuff. I'm outside. I've already created it. It's going to do what it needs to do. And, you know, X, Y, and Z. I was like, huh, that sounds familiar. I've heard this once before. I wonder where <laughs> I've heard it. So when I saw it, I was like, you know what? I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I hope religion shows up on Monday because I want to play this for Steve. Listen, but here's my thing. Don't play it for me, right? Although I'm glad you played it for me. 
But well, I'm saying, I can like, assure you, let it, non nonsense aside, I'm not playing it for me. Well, this is something that I've heard you say multiple times. Right. And when you know, this guy said, he goes, yeah, you're assuming there's limitations to God. That's mm-hmm. not the case. You're assuming that if he can fit in my three-pound brain, he's not worth worshiping. I'm like, you know, this has all been heard many it, times it, before. It, it makes It makes the argument for God. Well, before I say that, I want to say this, that the guy who asked the question— did, it, it, it's a video or audio? It's a video. Okay. Yeah, I'll send did, it to did, you. did he seem... Snarky. He did. Okay. Yeah. I was like... He, He's one of these, he you came, know... He came across very, yeah. very, like, I, I don't the like guys, you, like, man. answer answer which question. Well, yeah. you know, answer them all. Whenever you... Because he thinks you don't have an answer for yeah, it. So answer exactly. this one, everyone, and fill your time. I don't take all the time you want. Right. Okay. Well, you just got handled by some guy because all he did was... was eloquently state his facts on the Bible mm-hmm. to snarky guy who thinks science rules all. Mm-hmm. And... I'm a good. I'm a big fan of comeuppance. But but my thing is that when it comes to, I and here's here's what's interesting. Like the the position that this guy presented, I don't even know if I ever heard someone present it before. Yeah. Right. Because I don't surround myself with people who don't believe. Right. And I never I never struggled with faith on my own. Yeah. So this is here are two different people, two different walks of life, two different age group, probably whatever, when we yet we still come arrive at the same consensus about yeah. the same God, right? Mm-hmm. So um the point I was gonna make is that I've but this what I'm gonna say right now, I actually heard this said before, and I believe this, is that science is not science doesn't disprove God. Science proves God. I've heard like that when, on a few ancient aliens episodes. Oh, they talk about one guy's like, listen, ancient aliens. Ancient, what's that? It's about aliens. About you know where where did life originate from? These these uh the pyramids, these hieroglyphs. Okay, you know it's this, a serious show. It's not a it's not a oh no serious. A serious it's it's okay. on it's okay. on history. But one of the guys on there is like, I don't do this to disprove God. Like my God, he does all this stuff. This is this is what he does. You can call it X, Y, and Z, but. My God is he, this is all what he does. You know, mm-hmm. don't don't say I'm here to say aliens not God. No, no, no. It's one and the same. Mm-hmm. We choose to call it whatever, but no, my God does all this stuff. Okay. It's one of the first ones I saw. It was called Chariots, Gods, and something. Oh, I think I remember you telling me about it. It was this. like two, it's two hours Season long, one, but it was right. a very important thing. And the guy's like, no, man, this because some are so, you can see some are atheists from the thing, but right. some the other ones they're very religious. It's both sides of the spectrum looking at the same thing, which is why I find the show very fascinating. So the point, the the reason I brought that up, by the way, this has to be part of the wrap up because I have like five minutes and I gotta go. I, I meant to tell you that at the beginning, but I had so go. much I wanted to talk about. Anyway, um, science is there. Whether whether they realize when you enter into science, whether you realize it or not, you everything that you discover is proving God, and and the reason that I say this is because as you discover things, with every discovery, you have to realize this couldn't have happened by accident. Like you take a mathematician and you ask him about probabilities, and you're like, okay, this thing happened by accident yeah what are the likelihoods the numbers are so astronomical it hurts your head yeah so if you like you know like we we're arguing with the the left saying they kept saying believe the science uh, follow the science follow the science but yet they didn't follow the science when they came to covid at all not at all i all i'm saying is that intellectually honest people if you're going to say follow the science if you're going to say like okay i'm going to be rational about this i'm going to take all emotions out of the way and i'm just going to look at it as the, the information given to me, and I'm going to make an assessment, I'm going to say that if you're going to be intellect, intellectually honest, you can't see the dynamics that go into everything. 
and just the complexity that goes into everything and say, oh, this happened by accident. Yeah. You know, and and that's to me like where ultimately why when it comes down to um, when in, in the Bible, when God says and he's like, <laughs> you're like at when everything ends and you and you're up at the pearly gates. A guy should be saying, "I told you you were wrong. You know, come on in here, right?" He should be. He should be right. one up in you. I told, right. I told you. You should have listened. Yeah, get get in here. And and the reason <laughs> that'd be funny. It, that would be funny. Um, but it's sad also because it's not going to be that way. But the reason that he's like that, well, the reason he's so black and white is because of what I just said. Everything around you screams that this could not have happened by accident, mm-hmm. and for you to still live your life as if it did happen by accident you know that's on you that can't i mean i've i've given you enough stimuli in your life to impact you in a way to point you towards me and yet you still reject it and this last thing i'm going to say about religion uh, is that and janice brought this up because she listened to our 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 debate right and um she said um so what i'm about to say she said it to me she said this is what you should have told billy just like the sun, right, um, is the closer we get to the sun, the more dangerous it is for us, yeah. right? I mean, we know that there's going to be a point where you just evaporate. Yes. If you consider God like the sun, right, and the only protection that we have from being evaporated from the sun is being sinless. That's the only protection that we have. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we have sin in us, it, we we don't have that code of protection, and therefore we 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 are damaged by the sun because the sun is too pure and it can't be around things that can't handle that type of purity. Let's call let's call the sun's heat and radiation uh, purity. Let's call it that, right? Okay. Because it's so pure, if you can't if you can't if you're not as pure as it, you will get evaporated. That's God and man. Where God is so pure that our impurity will kill us if we're around him. So that's why the eternal separation. That's why it's like, hey, if you, if, if you didn't get it by this time, by the time you die, I'm sorry, he, gotcha. you're out of here. You know? And so, but the only thing that protects us is that the Bible says that Jesus Christ acts as a covering over us. Where he actually wraps himself around, wraps himself around us. And so, therefore, when God sees us, he doesn't just see Steve here. He sees Steve inside of Christ. And is that is being inside of Christ that protects me from the purity of God and allows me proximity. And last finally, when all things are said and done and everything is shaken out and okay, the haves and the haves not, the ones who accepted Christ and, and, and went the way of God, he says, I'm gonna give you a new body. I'm gonna just reconstruct you. You're gonna be the, it's the same mind, but a new mm-hmm. body. So now you don't have to be wrapped around Christ anymore because now you actually are going to be pure and you can be around me without having to worry about being evaporated. Interesting. So that's the that's she told me to say that to you. I said, oh, okay, that's a good that's a good point. I'm going to say that. That's good. I, I wish I would have brought that up because that analogy. No, it, it, know, listen, I, I it's get clear. the analogy. It's still a clear analogy. I still you, you know, still don't believe, but I mean, but you but understand. It's, 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 yeah, it's a great way to put it. It's, it makes it reasonable th- why you would say and think what you think. Okay, yeah, that makes total sense to me. Now, again, to your point, it's up to you. To, to, is it fact? Is it faith? Is it true? Is it what is it? But as long as it make again, our arguments here, our thoughts for the people listening are doesn't make sense. And then once it makes sense, do you, or if it doesn't make sense to you, do you understand though why the other person would think it? Why they would want you to understand it? 
Yeah, that makes sense to me. So I have to go, Billy. I really have yeah, to. But I want to read this to you guys because I want to tell you, I want to show you just how on the fly this show is. I think it was Friday or it might have been Saturday. Oh, my goodness. We didn't even talk about sports today. Can you imagine that? But I Well, think- I'll answer your question about Christian McCaffrey. They was rumored he wanted, they wanted him to go to Buffalo. I was praying to God, they please were- do not send him to Buffalo. Oh, really? Oh, God, no. I don't want that guy. Why? Inflated contract. He's going he's to blow his hamstring out you know, in the next two or three weeks. You think he's injury prone? 1,000%. In my three fantasy leagues, I drafted his backup and held him on my bench <laughs> for seven weeks. <laughs> I didn't expect him to get traded, but I was waiting for that injury to come. And he got traded, and I played my guy in one of my leagues. My other leagues are doing good. Right. And he got 20 points. My backup, Deontay Freeman. How much has he gotten you, McCaffrey? Through I've, I've never had him. But Oh, I thought you said, oh, you got the backup. Liam's, Liam's drafted, a two year, drafted him two years in a row. Two right. years in a row, his first overall pick. Two years in a row, he's blown out his hamstring or his knees, missed 10-plus games. So what date was this? This was, this was Friday. So Friday... We're going back and forth, uh, Billy and I are going back and forth texting. And at some point, I said, okay, here's a lineup for Monday. Oh, yeah. yeah ND yeah. voicemail. We e- got to it. Everyone loves Billy. We didn't get to that one. McCaffrey trade. Slightly. Okay. Barbara Stry- Streisand's clone dog. <laughs> I would have loved to have <laughs> talked about that. President Trump gets us subpoenaed. No, we didn't get that one. Uh, Janice comments on your last conspiracy corner. Oh, yeah, we didn't get that one either. I mean, we we knew this on Friday, and you saw how the show went, uh, right? We had, I mean, we had a semi-decent lineup. We got to two and a half, I think, one and a half. I mean, goodness gracious, but I got to go. I got to go. That's all you can do. Episode 121, I like that it, number. share it. 954-358-9040. You guys have a great day. Peace.